0: Welcome back to The Boundary Space. Hey there, my friend, and thank you so much for pressing play and tuning in and uh, joining me here, the URC space. This is the pod where we unbox our lives one blank space at a time. My name is Nash at Nash Speaks Live wherever you are on social media. And I am so glad to have you here with me in conversation. Uh, we skipped a week and that was completely unintentional on my part. And I do apologize. And I hope you got my in message message uh, kind of in between when this episode was originally supposed to air and today. Um, so I am not quite sure what happened. Uh, just to give you a little bit more of an explanation of what's going on. So um, I like to get a little bit ahead of the game here. And I had about a month's worth of podcast episodes um, that I record. Um, last week, I was in the studio with my best friend, TMT. So just giving you a little spoiler. We were working on some episodes that are going to be airing. Very soon, um, so we recorded two episodes together, and then I also recorded the continuation of the boundary space. And then I realized that um, it was still a lot more that needed to be unboxed, and so I decided to record two more episodes. So uh, a month's worth of podcast episodes there, um, and I went then to get things ready to send for distribution. And it's it's something happened. I'm not sure what. Uh, but there was a distortment with what was recorded in the soundboard. And I went back to my engineering 101, uh, you know, self-taught podcaster here and checked everything, checked the levels, checked all of the gains. Like everything was like, I didn't change anything. And I went to just do some test recording before I recorded this episode or re-recorded this episode with you today and I found that everything was completely normal and I'm not sure what happened. Uh, I can only attribute it to maybe demonic interference (laughs) as has been the story of a host of things this season. So um, we're just gonna, I guess, just say in Jesus' name there'll be no more interference and that will be the first and last time that that will happen here on the URC Space. Uh, but thank you so much for your patience. Um, I hope you um, just understand it, it, it was just, it was beyond my control. That's all I can say. So everything seems to be back in order and we are back in the boundary space where I said no again is what we're going to be talking about. Um, and just to give you a precursor, this will be um, a part two of a three part uh, series on boundaries, just because I didn't realize I had so much information. I don't want to like skim through it and I don't want to just kind of truck and plow through it. I really want us to take our time to really just absorb it and dissect it together. So there will be another episode to this. And then as I already told you that there's some other episodes I've recorded and you'll start to see that um, our featured guests for this season will begin making their appearances um, very, 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 very soon. So I'm excited about all of that good stuff. So um, hopefully you had a really good week. If you follow me on Instagram, you may have noticed that on a particular Tuesday, uh, last Tuesday, I was a part of All Things Diamond LLC. And um, her handle there She and I are really good friends We uh, have been friends since we we met When we were at uh, JMU together And um, she runs a very successful uh, Virtual assistant business And every Tuesday She has someone take over her account and so she reached out to me and, um, actually, no, I reached out to her. She had posted something like, if you're interested in takeover Tuesday, let me know. And I reached out and said, Hey, like, what is this all about? And she's just like, Oh my goodness, you would be perfect for this. And I'm like, what is it? I don't even know. Like I never even heard of a takeover Tuesday. And so after she explained it to me, I was like, okay, I think I can do it. So I gave a really thorough behind the scenes look at my life. I talked a little bit about recording the podcast here, um, kind of what my podcast workflow is, what I do on Sundays, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays um, as I attribute something every day of the week for working on the podcast. So I don't feel like I'm just so overwhelmed with one day or trying to cram everything in in a couple days. And then I talked through the book writing process and um, gave you a little preview of what I was working on, how I kind of collect and gather my thoughts, um, how I set my mood in order for me to really write and... And um, just have an effective writing session and uh, gave a little behind the scenes of, you know, waking up and having breakfast and prepping my lunch and cooking dinner and all of that kind of stuff. So if you missed out on it, I'm pretty sure I will do a takeover Tuesday on my own account uh, at some point in the future. So don't you worry. So also this week talking about glitches that we had with the show. Um, I started the initial process of getting all of the images that are going to be used for the very first book in the digital transfer process, and I hit some glitches with that too, (laughs) so I don't know what it is with all of this interference with putting out content uh, recently, but I'm just going to pray that... The Lord would have his way. And I believe that whenever it is supposed to be heard, when it's supposed to be felt, when it's supposed to be experienced, it all will be. So. Thank you for your patience, and I'm hoping that we will just continue to smooth things over. Last week's episode, I was really, really um, excited about just how interactive you became, or I should say two weeks ago, really. um, How interactive you really became with it, and the conversation of boundaries, and building them, and curating them, and knowing what they are. Two of you really stuck out to me. But I really want to talk about what Yami and I were talking about. Yami, you know Yami. Yami, uh, she was a season one guest here on the show, my other mother. And uh, we were, she had said something so profound. We were talking on the phone and I was like, oh my goodness, I need to Bluetooth you into my soundboard and hit record because it was so prolific. She had said, when you are talking about boundaries, the fact that you are even acknowledging or realizing um, something needs to be built and put in place um, just shows your level of growth and your level of self-awareness. But even beyond that, uh, you know, she was telling me, you need to recognize that this never ends. This never ends, this building boundaries, creating boundaries, building upon them, even when you get older in age, because things might look different, things might be shaped different, and you might have to create new ones, so it's not like after a certain age you are now boundary you know, king or queen, uh, but you have to continue just maintaining whatever it is um, that you have set forth and what you want to communicate and set forth, so I thought that was just so profound, Yami. So thank you for sharing that. And uh, as we dive into today's conversation, just want to remind everyone that I will leave a link to where I am kind of streaming a bit of my um, kind of script skeleton or blueprint, um, all of the information that I'm going to be talking about with boundaries I found via positivepsychology.com. And of course, you can find it in today's episode show notes description. So personal boundaries, um, they help you decide what types of communication and behavior are acceptable and we talked a little bit about how in the last episode that when you are walking, you know, on the street or maybe you're driving by like a construction zone, you might see a big sign that says proceed with caution or speed bump ahead or no trespassing and it's very visible sometimes with orange lettering, red lettering and we can just kind of process in our own human minds that okay, we need to understand that There is something that we need to be made aware of and we need to recalculate the way we're going to proceed now that we're aware of that. And when it comes to personal boundaries, you and I, we don't really have that expressed on us. Um, We don't have it expressed like on our foreheads or we don't have it expressed like tattooed like on our chest or something like uh, back up fool or something like that. You know what I mean? So those personal boundaries that we want to communicate, we have to be a little more intentional with, a little more articulate with, and also firm in what it is that we're going to say. Like if this is how it's going to be and if this is how we expect ourselves to be communicated and interacted with, we've got to maintain that in all instances with all individuals. And that takes a lot of time and a lot of growth and like Intentional is probably going to be the word of the episode and a lot of intentionality. So um, the importance of building um, personal boundaries can range from a lot of things. But referencing my source today, um, some ways why it could be important is because first and foremost, it can help you practice self-care and self-respect now. You say that self-care might be just going to a spa and getting a massage, or maybe it's getting a new tattoo, which is something that I know I've been hearing a lot of folks talking about getting some new ink. Um, Maybe it could be you, I don't know, buying yourself a really nice meal or treating yourself to a really tropical vacation. And we label that as hashtag self-care. And we talked about that a little bit last season, but... That isn't truly all what is enveloped when we're looking at self-care. Self-care is also just listening to your body and understanding that whatever signal your body gives you is what you need to respond to. I think I put this question out last season where we shouldn't be asking ourselves, like, why am I so tired? But we should be asking ourselves, What is my body really trying to tell me and, you know, really double clicking and going into why it is we're feeling the way that it is and responding appropriately. That is indeed self-care. Yes, the tattoo is nice. The tropical vacation is great. I love a fancy meal anytime I can have one. But if I'm not starting with not to be punny here self, then what. Else And how else can I enjoy all the other aspects of life? I really don't know. Uh, But also building those personal boundaries, it helps you to communicate your needs in a relationship. It helps you to make time and space for positive interactions and it helps to set limits in a relationship in a way that is healthy. Now, I love this one example. I was listening to the Out of the Dark podcast a couple of weeks ago, which is hosted by Mandisa and Laura Williams. Hey, Mandisa. And um, I love how you, the two of you were talking about going to the bathroom. And as soon as, you, as soon as you were talking about it, I was like, oh my goodness, formerly guilty of exactly what Laura was saying. So Laura was saying there is this thing where uh, sometimes if you feel like you need to go to the bathroom, you won't go to the bathroom because um, you don't want to be disrupted. You don't want to be annoyed. And so your body will tell you it's time to go to the bathroom, but you may be like, you know, five minutes to a commercial and you don't want to miss whatever's happening on whatever series or TV show you're watching. So you won't go to the bathroom. Another instance might be you might just be in the thick of work. And you are just kind of plowing through things. You're getting your emails done. You are kind of organizing things. Things are getting in progress. Things are getting in place. And then all of a sudden, it's like, um, I, I I, don't want to be interrupted. I don't want to go to the bathroom. And that was me. Oh, my goodness. I remember there were many times when I would just be so engulfed with what it was that was before me work-wise. I didn't want to be interrupted. So I wouldn't listen to my body and go to the bathroom. Well, that was me being negligent on my own self-care. And it's like, wow, something so small, like listening to your body when you have to go to the bathroom is, is self-care. And also um, it's helping you kind of if you have your boundaries in place for listening to yourself um, when you need to communicate that to someone else, it's going to come off a little bit more convincing and a little bit more intentional. Like, oh, this person really means, you know, don't talk to me this way or I won't be tolerated like this or etc. So physical boundaries they really do help put a barrier between you and whatever outside existential intruding force might be a part of the equation. It's just like putting a band aid that you know on you that's protecting you from the bacteria, you know, all of the bad stuff that could potentially get into that wound and infect it. We don't want it to be in there, um, and so that band aid, that barrier, uh, boundary, if you will, um, it really does help kind of in the longer run. And those physical boundaries, you know, they could include things like your Body, Your sense of personal space um, and your privacy, which um, privacy, I talked about that in last week's episode, such a big thing. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm such a sickler on privacy and not really being a part of the oversharing committee and all of those things, but really valuing sharing, sharing elements of myself that I'm comfortable with sharing. And I remembered watching an episode of MTV Cribs. Uh, yeah, here we go. Let's throw it way back. And I remembered one episode, of course, had none under then Songbird Supreme, Mariah Carey. Hey, Mariah, I hope you're listening today. Mariah, I remembered that episode of Cribs and you were showing your uh, amazing penthouse suite in New York. And you said, I'll take you everywhere except my bedroom because my bedroom is my space. And I want to keep and maintain that for myself. And I just was like, wow, like. We don't have to give every aspect of ourselves away. We don't have to give every part of ourselves away. Um, It's just, you know, share whatever it is that you're comfortable with sharing and just leave it at that. So um, I love that. So an example of a violation of a physical boundary, it might be, you know, maybe if that camera crew was like insistent of seeing Mariah Carey's bedroom. She's like, I know you're not going to you're not going in there. That's a violation of of what I am comfortable with doing. I remember recently I sat down for an interview and um, the interviewer was wanting to ask me about my former life, my former professional life, and uh, they just found it very exciting, very exhilarating, and they thought that it was very interesting. They wanted to write this um, article with this kind of angle of what it is that you know I did in my former life and how my worlds have kind of converged. And I was just very clear, um, you know, I am very excited about this opportunity and I really want to thank you for your interest. However, um, I do not want to um, reference anything in my former professional life and I will not discuss it in this interview. And so they kind of were just taken aback like, oh, yeah, um, yeah. But I mean, there probably was a time where I probably just would have went along to get along because I wouldn't have wanted to ruffle feathers or anything like that. But I wasn't comfortable talking about, you know, just things formally, professionally at that time. And now I'm learning that I'm going to have to grow in that, especially when I looked at the last notes I received from one of the editors that I'm working with uh, in regards to just, you know, divulging a little bit more of the details and going into it and understanding just how powerful it is. But of course I'm saving that for the book. So um, that's where I will do that, Uh, but not necessarily in some sort of um, candid, uncandid, uh, you know, conversation spaces. So another thing we might see as like a physical boundary violation so let's just pretend we're in a grocery store and we're in the checkout line and we're waiting you know to have the cashier ring us up and there is someone who comes behind us and they're standing a little bit too close not only are they standing a little bit too close they happen to have some very strong body odor Uh, they happen to be talking on the phone at a very loud tone and so uh, you want to say something Um, not like can you go jump in the shower or can you get off the phone, but more so can you just back up? And so it's interesting what happens when someone gets into our physical um, boundary spaces because our immediate reaction an automatic reaction might be, for us to maybe move up, you know, and step away from them instead of us letting that individual know, hey, you're actually now in my space, can you go ahead and move back. So, like I think for me in times past and probably even now, I would step up. But then of course, that's going to signal them to do what? Exactly. Step up even closer. So then that would prompt me to then needing to have to say something. And so if you see that that person, you know, continues to move closer, you are then going to want to probably engage in verbally protecting whatever your boundary is with your space by telling, you know, that individual to simply stop crowding you. And that can be a little bit like uh, like I don't want I don't want to I don't want to cause anything. And I don't mean to keep listening to your podcast, uh, but I'm such a fan, Mandisa and Laura. So I remembered you were talking about this and Mandisa, you were saying how um, we feel sometimes like. I don't want to inconvenience the person. I don't want to hurt their feelings. I don't want to come off as confrontational. I don't want to do, you know, like all of these reasons explaining away why we can't verbally, you know, enforce our boundaries uh, when we are the ones who are displaced and when we are the ones who are uncomfortable and they continue to not know it. And sometimes a lot of times when we have those feelings of dissonance, someone crosses a boundary that essentially was never communicated. And i shared that with you, uh, last season when I was in one of my dating situations where essentially I crossed a boundary that just wasn't communicated from the young lady that I was, you know, engaged with. And until she communicated like, Hey, um, you know, don't do this. Now I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, okay. Now I understand, like, you don't like it when someone brings you these kinds of things. Okay. All right. So I'm not going to cross that boundary anymore. So so um, just being open in that communication. But of course, it's like, it's like, oh, I don't want to cause problems. I don't want to cause trouble. I don't want to this. And of course, that stems all the way back to our childhood, traumas that we've dealt with, things that probably we haven't healed from. And it really does help when we work on those things and ever build ourselves to a point where we are comfortable to have those difficult conversations. Um, So some examples of physical boundary invasions could be inappropriate touching, such as unwanted sexual advances. Oh, you're gonna have to read my book to hear all about the men to experiences that I've had. Looking through others' personnel's files and emails. Now, I don't have time for that. Are you a hacker? I'm not a hacker. I don't really care. And then, um, of course, not allowing others their personal space, like barging into your boss's office without knocking. Ooh, I've been guilty of that. Just walking in and not knocking. I'm going to remember that now to myself. Note to self, Nash. Knock before entering. (laughs) So that's a little bit about physical boundaries. And now um, I want us to talk a little bit about emotional and intellectual boundaries. Um, So these types of boundaries, um, they are the ones that actually protect our sense of self-esteem and our ability to separate our feelings from others' feelings. So when we find ourselves having weak emotional boundaries, it's like getting caught literally In the midst of a torrential storm or uh, whatever, with no protection. And then we can be found exposing ourselves um, to just being greatly affected by others' words, by their thoughts, by their actions, and we just end up feeling just abused, misused, wounded, bruised, battered, trodden, beat down, bamboozled, hoodwinked, all of it, D all the above. Um, So some of those include, uh, you know, beliefs, behaviors, choices, um, sense of responsibility, and of course, our ability to be intimate with others. Um, So some examples of those types of boundaries that are invaded on the emotional and intellectual level could be not knowing how to separate your feelings from your partner's feelings, or maybe someone whom you might be in a close relationship with, a friendship with, a family situationship with. And allowing their particular mood to dictate your level of happiness or sadness, um, which is also known as codependency. And, um, you know, you might be around someone and you don't know how they're going to respond. You don't know how they're going to come home or you don't know every time you call them, there's something. And so you might just walk around on eggshells and you might just be a little apprehensive to even say something and before you know that you might have you know feelings and things that you want to express yourself you might kind of Put those on the back burner, subdue, suppress those, and then try to cater and coddle whatever it is the individual whom you might be in a close relationship with is, um, just in that kind of like unhealthy codependency. You might also find yourself, speaking of subduing and putting your feelings aside, you might also find yourself sacrificing your plans, your dreams, or even your goals in order to please others. Um, That can be really tricky and that can be really, really, really hard because especially when it's something that, you know, you want and you strive for and you uh, really want to put your best foot forward with. Sometimes we can find we can find it easier, even though it's more suffering on our part. We can just find it easier to just simply not confront the other individual on whatever unhealthy, you know, decisions that they're making or that they're living, which is inadvertently violating our own emotional and intellectual boundaries. Um, and then, of course, you know, not taking responsibility for ourselves and blaming others for our problems can also be a part of um, one of those invasions with those particular boundaries. So, There's so many different barriers to uh, setting boundaries, and there's so many ways that we can set healthy boundaries, and there are so many ways in which unhealthy boundaries are characterized, and we're going to save that for our episode that is going to be coming to you Next week I hope you've uh, enjoyed today's episode Mandisa I've also noticed Your last episode for season 2 You and Laura are getting ready to talk about Boundaries so I hope you're not trying to take My material no I'm joking you can totally Listen to whatever it is and I'm this is Positivepsychology.com so it's not even my material I am uh, using their source and Just bringing my own stories and Interweaving it into it and um, I hope You've enjoyed our conversation today I hope that um, it's kind of Just helped even if you uh, don't like you know okay today I'm gonna write down my boundaries even if we don't start there but just maybe kind of getting the train of thought um, just kind of evaluating and reassessing where do I have good boundaries Do I communicate my boundaries effectively? Um, Do I tolerate things that I shouldn't be tolerating? Um, Is there something that I can do better with boundaries? Is there something that maybe I need to relax? Am I a little bit too rigid in some areas? Um, That's just kind of, I hope, where we all kind of settle a little bit. And next week, we're gonna resume talking about the barriers to boundary setting, um, the healthy boundaries and the unhealthy boundaries. So until we resume our conversation, then I want you to remember this one thing, my friend. You. Yeah, you. You are cubed. Stay free, my friend. And Phoenix and I, we will chat with you next week.